0: and welcome to Crack Cryptids and Curios. This is Matt, once again, joined by Angel. Now, I need you to quit jabberjong, jawing Angel. We, we just started, and already you are out of control. We have news articles to look into for this week's episode, but of course we must mosey on down that dusty road to set our goals for this episode, in which we once again attempt to help one another become better people. What is your first goal for me today.
1: Well, uh, hello there Bucky, (laughs) No, I I have your first goal here. Starts off with a question. How have we been so uncultured up to this point? One of the tenets for becoming better people is to be multilingual. You have mentioned in the past about your Spanish class, and I know you studied Russian as well. But we can't just stop at two languages. Well, I did German, too. We can't just stop at three languages, Bucky, for the rest of the episode. You will have to formulate at least two questions for me spoken in Pig Latin. Jesus Christ. How
0: do you know how- <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how it goes. Uh, no, mine... I'll have a theme this week angel and i like that idea so much that maybe i'll start doing a theme every time maybe i've done a theme before i don't know but this time i intended to have a theme so that theme of which i speak of that that theme i'm about to say here right now (laughs) that theme you are waiting to hear with your tiny little mouse ears angel that theme is what I am saying right now, the theme for your goals this episode is is please. That theme won't anyone think of the children. I hear it all the time, Angel. These schools, they—they're giving our kids brainworms. And it all started with one thing, one damn thing. That one singular thing that has propelled America into a downward spiral. And I hear parents going on about this all the time. They. They aren't teaching the kids cursive writing. Can you believe it? Cursive writing. Somewhere during this episode, Angel, I need you to think of the kids and tell our audience why it's a good thing that cursive writing is being eliminated.
1: (laughs) I'm for it. Okay. (laughs) Maybe do it in Pig Latin. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. All right. So, Bucky, for your... For your second goal, <laughs> to better ourselves, to remove our idiot slob skins. <laughs> slobskins. Slobskins? <laughs> My have, last name, Slobskin. <laughs> sometimes we have to make tough decisions. Those decisions, tough decisions usually made under pressure, and we must act on them. I give you the gift of choice. That choice is, however, oh, the illusion of choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, rot. it's rot with a problem. You see, the choice I'm giving you is that you must use one word from the list of words that I will tell you at some point in this episode. The problem is that these words are words of the day from a few dictionary sites. WebsterDictionary.com and the free dictionary. I will not tell you which words came from where. Choose wisely and accept. You might unintentionally support rocket mortgage.
0: <laughs> I don't want to.
1: So, so the words you, the one word you may want to choose from is either microcosm, cowpuncher, or haplotype.
0: Cowpuncher.
1: <laughs> what do these words mean? What Like, what's a cowpuncher? Um, I'm glad you asked. A cowpuncher is a cowboy or a cowgirl. I have never heard that before. <laughs> Me neither. Where are going? What were the other two words? Microcosm mm-hmm. and haplotype. What's a haplotype? A haplotype is a combination of closely linked DNA sequences on one <laughs> chromosome that are often inherited together. We're going with cowpuncher. <laughs> and I have to just use the word? <laughs> In relation to whatever we're talking about, yes,
0: <laughs> I can just exclaim "cowpuncher" and I'm done. <laughs>
1: just, just yell it out like, like uh, Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> you must use it in a sentence correctly.
0: It's uh, it's interesting you bring this up, Angel, because sometimes I have a, a hard time understanding the world around me because I just don't understand what words mean. Angel, I'm I'm. Allegedly an adult so think about the children their vocabulary is even more limited They don't know what cowpuncher is probably also It's argued that people learn more when they don't actually know they're being taught something so I need you to Seamlessly weave like a magician Into this episode a vocabulary lesson of sorts this entails identifying three words stating the definition and then using the word In an example sentence, I don't know how we independently came up with this. The three words are.
1: No way!
0: The three words are that you have to use, you'll get a choice: fulcrum, foible, and festoon. They're all F's. That's
1: the vocabulary lesson. It was all F words. So I have to give the definition and then use them? Yep, seamlessly. (laughs) <laughs> okay all at once <laughs> no they, they can be
0: littered about the episode fulcrum foible and festoon <laughs> all of which were words of the day
1: on, on uh Aaron webster's website oh my god what is wrong with us <laughs> for your third goal bucky I'm kind of scared now cuz I don't, I don't I don't know if we're going to have the same thing, <laughs> we mind melded. <laughs> For your third goal, <clears throat> it's time to practice the art of recipe stories. Oh, you know Jesus the ones Christ. where there's a biographical segment explaining how the recipe came to the person's life or how it The recipe itself came to be Or how grandma spent every morning Gathering the ingredients from the vast Garden they had growing up And everything has a yellow nostalgic Tint on it So, Bucky At some point You will tell us some biographical bit For the recipe titled Brewster's Poppin' Snatch (laughs) Brewster's Poppin' Snitch? Snatch Poppin' Snatch?
0: (laughs) I have to I have to tell the story of what, not what the recipe is, but how how that recipe came about,
1: <laughs> yes, or, or or why it's so dear to you. I <laughs> have like eight things written down because of the last episode. Get ready for this one,
0: <laughs> you cowpuncher. Anxiety and stress it's off the charts angel think think of the children man i know it was about 48 years ago that you were a child but i'm sure you can remember some high stress and anxiety situations you found yourself in back then like like when color tv was introduced haphazardly in your household and you didn't understand what was going on so so i i need you to express to our listeners, our curiosities, how to stay calm in a high stress situation. Somewhere in this episode, you need to include this specific scenario and how to best stay calm. You, you find yourself walking out of your local mall into a parking lot. You get to your vehicle and you, you see something strange, something it, it isn't right. Your heart is pounding. And you're aghast at what you see. To your disbelief, the back, right side, passenger door was hit. (laughs) Was hit by another car. (laughs) Which, of course, has fled the scene. How do you stay calm in that situation? So, weave like a master weaver that scenario and how to stay calm. Somewhere into this episode.
1: So I have to I have to bring that up the the, the, <laughs> the parking scenario. lot scenario, <laughs> and and what was the phrase again? The back side of the-, <laughs> the the back the back right side passenger door. Okay.
0: Speaking speaking of how to stay calm, Angel, my first article involves a scenario in which I think it would be difficult for almost anyone to stay calm. Are you ready to stay calm? Yes, and totally do.
1: <laughs> what was it the your catchphrase? Or you <laughs> I've I've since retired that catchphrase. I'm also not allowed to say it within twenty feet of you. So <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one's just bizarre.
0: As I was reading it, I, I was like, "There's no way this can be true. It, it has to be a prompt from an AI that made up this story." But alas, it happened. It really happened. This comes from NBC2 out of Fort Myers, Florida, and I hope this makes you feel a bit nostalgic for old home state angel, a man (laughs) dressed only in a bathing suit and who identified himself by the name of Kevin randomly entered the house of Brian McCaslin. Brian states, as I walked out of the area we were eating dinner at, there was an individual in the living room or front door area proceeding to advance into my house. He was in. He was in the house. If that in itself isn't scary, Brian then states the man started to tell me that he was a ghost and I shouldn't be able to see him. He was shocked. He was shocked that I could see him. He thought he was walking around and that nobody could see him. (laughs) Angel, you find an intruder in your house claiming to be a ghost. What the hell do you do in that situation?
1: First of all, I don't know what these people in Fort Myers are doing, but (laughs) growing up in South Florida, I was always taught to keep your doors locked. (laughs) So I don't know how this man entered in, just opening the door, swinging it open. It's like the first thing I do when I enter my house is lock (laughs) my door. From right, directly right behind me Full on bathing suit, like what is that Is
0: that like Speedos or, or something a Just little bit... some, I I saw the video Because I think they had a, a ring cam or something Of the sort, it was like red swim trunks God
1: I I owned red swim trunks Was this me? <laughs> was this you? Was this my doppelganger? <laughs> that, that doppelganger that's ruining your life back there In the yeah. band It's probably that guy Kevin <laughs> kevin uh claiming to be a ghost what i i don't even if somebody's stupid enough to pull that on me i'm just gonna redirect them out because they're not dangerous (laughs) plain and simple would you would would there be a half a second where you believed him he was a ghost (laughs) there would be a half a second where i thought (laughs) i was going crazy
0: (laughs) so so angel you
1: find a ghost in your house claiming to be an intruder what the hell do you do in that situation well, according to Kevin's logic, that I did not see a ghost because I wouldn't be able to see him. <laughs> wouldn't
0: be able to see him, <laughs> So,
1: I think if you I recall,
0: we had this conversation before of of ghosts and, like, the levelness of being able to see them.
1: Yeah. I don't know in what context now. Maybe Abe Lincoln. I don't know. Oh. His train. <laughs> um, and, his,
0: and his black crepe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I would have to... I'm assuming I know this is a ghost Like it's transparent classic ghost mm-hmm. And then it's saying It's an intruder I'm just gonna be like No you're not You're, you're dead Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to break the news <laughs> Sorry
0: to be a party pooper <laughs> If this whole scenario Isn't weird enough The man then runs out of the house And barricades himself inside the truck Of some tree trimmers that were at Brian's house after eventually convincing the ghost man Kevin to leave the truck, he just ran off and was never seen again by the family. This all just seems to be the most absurd situation you can find yourself in. How do you even go on with the rest of your night after that? Do you do you finish your dinner after ghost man Kevin comes into your house? Do you just think to yourself, did a man named Kevin wearing only a bathing suit barge into my house, claim he was a ghost and then ran away? Did that really happen? or have i finally detached myself from reality and have truly gone insane
1: now i think yeah i, I probably would not be able to finish dinner but i think at the same time uh, i would be thinking about this 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 person like wow what a strange thing to do a quirky thing about this person <laughs> it's like quirky thing yeah it's like it's like just fixating on his foibles you know <laughs> <laughs> Fixing on his <laughs> forepills.
0: I always love to, I always love to read comments on news stories. Specifically on the unexplainedmysteries.com version of this story, there is a post by a user named TC Graham who wrote, "I would have grabbed a baseball bat and told him I was an exorcist." Then a day later, in an attempted reply to a user named Eldorado, TC Graham wrote. I am not normally a violent person, but if someone walks into my home unannounced like that, there are going to there are going to be consequences. So, I don't know, Angel. Their their previous days comments about grabbing the baseball bat seemed like there were some violent tendencies. A Edway O Ivey Eredre, Orey Atspe, Ametse Anre, Andrombe and what's the article say? <laughs> let me let me translate that for the uncultured do you ever read or post comments on random <laughs> news articles? I,
1: I gotta tell you that I, I I love hate reading the comments on random news articles because the majority of them are either uh, unhinged people and always they always turn it make it political. Yeah. Or they're just unhinged people and they're just crazy in general. They don't even go into politics. They just start spotting off some crazy (laughs) nonsense. Um, I did comment once because I I thought it was like, I just have to comment on this. And it wasn't on the article. I was commenting on another comment because I was like, this guy needs to get taken down a peg. And I wrote back something like, you're mean. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you got him <laughs> yeah, It sure did He never responded to it So, And then I said That didn't feel right at all I'm never commenting on articles again I feel, feel bad about this <laughs> I'm, I'm exposing
0: my own foibles right now <laughs> Brian Brian McCaslin The homeowner in the story He, he contacted the sheriff to make a report but did not want to eventually press charges if the man was ever caught. He, he only hoped that Kevin would get the help he c- clearly needs eventually. So Brian's response to this situation was non-violent. But T.C. Graham in their baseball bat comment, you know, it makes me think this very easily could have been a situation where somebody ended up either seriously injured or dead. What do you think the most common outcome in a situation like this is? Would it
1: be a violent or non-violent ending? I'm shocked. This definitely would have been I feel like would have had a violent ending to it. Not fatal, but definitely a lot of threats and uh maybe guns being uh brandished about. Brandished, yeah. Yeah,
0: I I, I can only envision <laughs> yeah, somebody getting shot or beaten in a situation like this. It it, it probably ended As good as it could have. Especially then afterwards, he leaves the property and goes into a a vehicle and locks himself in the vehicle. That could have ended poorly as well.
1: Yeah. It, uh, yeah, when you told me the story, I thought it took, like, definitely took, like, a, a, it, like, pivoted, you know? It pivots, you know, how things pivot on a fulcrum. And what's a fulcrum? It's the thing that pivots, (laughs) that levers pivot on. The, oh, the point Now no, I understand Yeah so where you get mm-hmm. leverage
0: <laughs> How about though if he The, the big thing of, of how Kevin looked The ghost man He was wearing swim trunks However though if he comes barging into the house In full cowpuncher gear <laughs> Completely with assless chaps Hat <laughs> Scarf Spurs You hear him walking in I mean,
1: Goes <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I thought you were going to make the spur sounds oh. <laughs> He just Ka-ching. comes in with music Ka-ching. playing
0: <laughs> This is the onomatopoeia episode Continued <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah um, I think that's a little bit more uh, uh, Threatening when you hear those spurs
0: <laughs> To To finish this one up We've covered quite a few ghost articles In the past However, never one about a person who claimed that they were a ghost. So this got me thinking about this exact scenario playing out in even worse places than some random person's house in Fort Myers, Florida. So please tell me the top five worst places somebody could show up in only a bathing suit claiming to be a ghost and then being flabbergasted that people could indeed see them.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess number five would be uh, Grandpa's Funeral. Oh, no. so
0: is that just an an unknown person or somebody in the family or is it grandpa at his it own funeral be, i think
1: it would be somebody claiming to be grandpa for sure in swim trunks i don't know why
0: but the first person i pictured like doing that what they looked like was tim allen
1: yeah i, I think that's that's something he would do
0: not that he would do it, but that's what the person
1: would look like is Tim Allen. Right, right. Uh, I think it's, it's. I'm going to say it's canon right now that Tim Allen, the celebrity comedian, would do such <laughs> a thing. <celebrity. laughs> he, uh, he must have killed a, he a killed beach a goer. Man. He killed a man and he says, now I <laughs> I have to become him.
0: I have to become his ghost. Isn't that the ghost curse?
1: The ghost well, Why cloth. is it that everyone can still see me? <laughs> oh, Tim Allen. <clears throat> Rest in peace. <laughs> so, <laughs> number, number four. Number four is... No, you're, going, you're going
0: uh, descending. <laughs> I never know which way it goes sometimes. <laughs> For a moment, I thought you skipped... <laughs>
1: I don't even know if I started numbering. <laughs> I hope you started at 1. <laughs> oh god. So, let, let let me remind our listeners that this is the top 5 worst places someone could show up in only being to claiming to be a ghost and then being flabbergasted that people could indeed see them. So number 4 would be Grandma's wedding. What's What's going on with Grandma and Grandpa here? Well, I mean, Grandpa died, so <laughs> Grandma's going to be married again. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Itched. Oh no, it's a Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> the same guy shows up. It's like that. We, I think we talked about it before that. Uh, maybe not in this show, but you just you and I, the elephants that killed a lady. And it showed up at her yep.
1: funeral and yep. beat I, up her body again. <laughs> yeah, Tim Allen shows up and he says, don't marry him. I'm your, your dead husband. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And then he's like, how can you see me?
0: <laughs>
1: Jeez, this needs to be a movie now. Uh, and it
0: happens during, does anybody object to this union? <laughs> and then
1: that's when the ghost man shows up. And he's uh, always in swim trunks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he must have died on the beach. Surfing accident.
1: So, uh, number number C, I mean three... <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say number B, and then you, then you end
0: up saying number C.
1: I was gonna say number B, and I said no. Let me switch it up. <laughs> let me change it to Jeez. a C instead. Because <laughs> B, B's the you know it's like a grading scale, so B has to be the better one. So I'm like, nah. Yeah, well, you're on just...
0: three, so C works.
1: Exactly. It's, it's logical. I think you're on three. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Number three, so so number three. This is kind of like a throwaway. The locker room of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm.
0: That's yeah. like a nineteen eighties. That's the entire premise of a movie, right? Yeah, there. it's
1: like a trope. You mm-hmm. know, the like Porky's. I was thinking of uh, was it um, Revenge of the Nerds, Porky's, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's interesting because uh, back in the, the, those were like the eighties, they're depicting kids in schools doing all these things, but you never see them being taught cursive. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's part of the reason why we removed cursive from from the curriculum because you don't even see it being depicted in, in those old movies. And one of the good things about it is, uh, is actually highlighted by Bart Simpson in a Simpsons episode where they attempted to teach him cursive and then they move... Uh, because of Scorpio, the the new uh, Homer's new boss.
0: And, oh yeah, yeah.
1: So so Bart's at his school and they're writing in cursive and he doesn't know how to read it. They're writing the name Quentin on there and they're like, read the sentence and Bart's like, I don't know, Twentin, and everyone just laughs at him. <laughs> and it's like we don't want we don't want our kids getting laughed at. So yeah, I think removing think a, cursive yeah, is think about the kids. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs>
0: was <laughs> the, the only argument that it wasn't portrayed in Porky's or Revenge of the Nerds, so we should get rid of cursive writing. <laughs> because, you know, those
1: high school kids being taught cursive <laughs> would have been a riveting scene in Porky's. The <laughs> number two. Worst place for someone to show up in a bathing suit claiming to be a ghost and then being flabbergasted that people could indeed see them. This was not changed prior to start of this episode so this you might get a kick out of this one bucky number two is i put down air force one air force one with Uh, airson ford with air (laughs) (laughs) he's saying get get off my plane he's like wait you can see me so it's it's tim allen (laughs) (laughs)
0: he's up there again
1: the number one thing worst place Totally unrelated to anything I've said is a vat of mayo at KFC. <laughs> they have vats of mayonnaise. I, I'm assuming. <laughs> Do, <laughs> Do they you, make it even, like on site? <laughs> have, have you ever gotten? Have you ever gotten their chicken sandwiches? They're slathered in mayo. <laughs> they need yes. a fulcrum to be able to put it on. <laughs> the the man so would be in the in the mayo, and he just pops up, and then people are like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" He's like, uh, "You can see me. I thought it was a ghost." He's completely festooned with mayonnaise <laughs> Jesus. dripping that's, off of them
0: sounds like a saturday night live sketch <laughs> <laughs> and it would go horribly and <laughs> wouldn't be funny that's how it would end up <laughs> i should be a writer then i must say though i have the patience of a saint because <laughs> i'm not fulfilling one of my goals of a previous episode having made it through that five list or five item list I have
1: patience. <laughs> wow, I am impressed. I can't believe that you did the thing. You have achieved an achievement. <laughs> I Bling. don't remember
0: if there, I was why
1: it was going to make me better. <laughs> patience is a virtue. Come on,
0: <laughs> have I achieved in, nirvana
1: in and of itself? Well, let, uh, you tell me. Have you spoken to Benny Frank's lately? <laughs> His ghost appeared. He was wearing swim trunks. He said, you can't see me, but I'm Benny Franks. I think Benny Franks would appear
0: to you naked, actually. <laughs> and he argued with me about how the turkey should have been the national bird.
1: <laughs> he lost that one. Big time. I have an article I want to speak on. It is... Speak on. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was pretty viral recently. A lot of news... Uh, stations and uh i can't think of the word they covered it (laughs) so i I have two two of the same articles pulled up so that i can highlight some differences some interesting differences um i have one from fox news and one from msn the fox news one says uh the headline was scantily clad witches caught munching on deer carcass in bizarre security cam footage. A nurse and nature lover in Canada reportedly captured footage of what she said appeared to be two witches holding a carcass eating ritual with a camera she set up near her home. So basically, they put up a trail camera, presumably to see any wildlife at night pass by. When they reviewed the footage, they saw two people. According to Fox News, it says scantily clad, but there's, like, pictures, and they look practically naked. Eating, (laughs) squatting, eating a deer carcass. (laughs) Or at least they say it was eating, right? It says, after coming across a deer carcass in a garden on her property, Corineus Stanhope, the person who put up the camera, set up the camera to surveil any animals that might take interest in the dead deer. Man, what ended up happening was two people showed up instead, which is weird. Um, this is, they're like, this piques my interest. It says uh, her grandpa was the first to watch the video and was horrified when he checked the footage and saw what appeared to be scantily clad women chomping down on the carcass at night. It's a lot of chomping and munching being mentioned by <laughs> Fox News. Yeah. It says you really can't you can't really tell from the photos, but the hoof was brought right up to her, the, her her mouth. I don't know if she was kissing it, smelling it, or eating it, but to touch a decaying carcass like that makes me feel sick. The amount of bacteria that must have bu- been on there. <laughs> yes, let's focus on the bacteria that's on there. <laughs> and then she says maybe they were paying their respects, but they were naked. <laughs> <laughs> can't pay your respects naked? <laughs> maybe they had swim trunks on. <laughs> She says she feared her safety for her horses because she thought maybe they might kill her horses and eat them, too, or something. She hopes that the incident was a prank or that apparently it's either she hopes that either they were on a prank, uh, that it was a prank or they were on really good drugs. And honestly, I don't see that as a good alternative. <laughs> I mean, I, like I guess like we've mentioned this before. I came from South Florida where we had this thing called the flaca drug. Oh, <laughs> And that's like a step above bath salts. I was going to say, it's like a bath salts? <laughs> Zombify the <a> person. <laughs> yeah, it's it's way worse. So, no. <laughs> no good drugs here, please. <laughs> she decided against contacting the police because that's what you do normally mm-hmm. when you see stuff like that. What's interesting about this article is that there are images. The article brings uh, talks about how there's it's always witches and they're women. But one of the images says... The caption reads, "A man's legs can be seen behind a figure who was recorded by Stanhope on a trail cam eating a dead deer." So I looked at that image. The man's legs they're talking about is is the only way you can tell it's man's legs is because they're wearing pants and and shoes. Oh well, yeah, we know women do not <laughs> ever wear pants or shoes. <laughs> well, the woman, the other woman in the picture, is is scantily clad as, as it says she's wearing um a loincloth basically that's it so i scrolled up to look at the other picture they had where it showed the two women eating and i realized that second woman is not a woman it's the same dude it's just a dude with long hair because i see they're still that person still wearing pants. pants yeah so i'm like huh i can't believe these people didn't notice this little detail but they, they did notice it in, enough in, to put it in the caption, at least in one of them. The other article, the MSN one, makes it even a bigger uh, bigger deal of the fact that there are women, which is, again, strange to me. It says, but it also gives us a little backstory. The dark tale began when Koronea Stanhope noticed a dead deer in her garden while she was riding her horse. The Edgar Allan Poe version (laughs) Dark and dreary (laughs) She decided to set up a a security camera To see what wildlife the carcass might attract But it wasn't wild animals that the body attracted Instead two women came to feast on the carcass She claims And again, naked witches eating a carcass Two naked women with long black hair Wearing only loincloths Are seen gnawing on the deer carcass One of the women puts its hoof to her mouth, appearing to bite it. A lot of this, this is a shorter article, but again, this one doesn't even have the images. So I think that's, first of all, why do you think the fact that I noted that there's actually a man in that image, so Mm -hmm. it's a man and a woman, why do you think these articles keep saying it's two women?
0: Yeah.
1: And one of them clearly says they're both wearing loincloth, even though in the image you can see that the man's (laughs) wearing the pants.
0: I mean, they're clearly going for a some sort of angle here, of especially the witch angle, and but also the the eating portion. There is no evidence that I've heard so far that they actually ate anything. She had a hoof close to her mouth. There is no consumption occurring here. There's no at least images of you, you picture when the article starts. They're like ripping the innards out of the deer and feasting upon the mm-hmm. like small intestine or something like that. There's an image of it sounds like a hoof ne- next to her face, as somebody stands nearby, and then the next image, there's they're kneeling next to it. So anything could have happened. Why is there a slant on here that they're witches? Where does that come from?
1: I guess if you see naked people at night near a dead body,
0: it's just presumably mm-hmm. they're witches, right? Could uh, be nobody else. <laughs> is this going back to like? Oh, was it like season one with the baby witches and the moon? Are they baby witches? <laughs> are they trying to hex
1: the moon by you eating a carcass? Hexing the deer? <laughs> or or are they investigating the deer mm-hmm. because it was a spell and they're like, Hey, it worked. I wanna know the identity of the male. The the, uh, the warlock? The, the so this is, that's another interesting thing. So this, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, if I read it the, in the article, but it, this happened in Canada. And so I decided, well, you don't hear about witches in Canada. So I decided to look up something about, uh, look up Canada witches. And I actually found an article about a historian who wrote a book called The Possession of Barbie Halle, which Bye. was about a a a young girl in the 1600s in Canada be, being possessed because the claims were that she a witch was causing these things to happen to her and this witch was a man mm-hmm. his name was Daniel Vuel I don't know I don't speak French probably something like mm-hmm. Daniel V <laughs> <laughs> and how about in pig Latin? <laughs> annual day. Uh, bay. <laughs> so this Daniel was, <laughs> was accused of, of practicing the diabolical art to induce a demon to possess Barbie Halle. Uh, strange things started to happen to this family. People recorded details about them. We don't have... Details about them we don't have for other people and new friends. So what's interesting about this is that this historian actually took... There wasn't a a detailed account of this particular thing, but there was several little snippets throughout uh, various different things, like maybe an archbishop wrote about this thing here, Mm -hmm. and somebody else wrote about something similar. So she was able to find all those bits and pieces together and wrote... And was able to, to come up with the whole narrative, and she wrote a book on it. And... I think it's it's I think it's pretty interesting. It's it's fascinating, and then it gives you a look into sixteen uh, sixties Canada and how they lived their life and and I guess their um their their way of thinking, especially when it came to this kind of thing. I mean, in this situation, the rundown was um, this girl is possessed, so she's exhibiting some sort of uh, symptoms that I'm sure. Uh, in modern day would be considered some sort of medical problem. Somebody accused this guy, Daniel. He was then tried, and then they executed him. Like, oh, no. Like, thinking that would fix the thing. And mm-hmm. then they had, and not only that, but these apparently these people were so desperate that they had a woman perform the exorcism, but didn't call it an exorcism because women weren't supposed to do yeah. that. So <laughs> she, she just did all the things <laughs> All the, all the all the practices for it, and I guess this cured her or something. I don't know. But those those Canadians and witches have a long history, it seems, but as long as uh, uh, Americans do.
0: Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's interesting, but I suppose too. Even like in the Salem witch trials, there were several men that were also put to death in relation yep. to that as well. So it's it's not unheard of to have a witch as a broad term. Amongst all genders,
1: it's uh, it's actually a recent phenomenon. Uh, there have been people that have tried to like say that I forget. I was reading another article that mentioned how uh, I forget her name, but she said something along the lines of the Salem witch trials was like the woman's Holocaust. But it's like like you said, oh. there is men in there, and apparently more. Uh, the article mentioned that there's in Norway and uh, some other countries in that area. There, was, there have been more men uh, accused and tried of witchcraft than women mm-hmm. in general.
0: And some, like, brutal ways to kill witches, too, back in the day, beyond just the, the generic, like, we're going to burn you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, pressing people where you, they, you lay yeah. down and then s- stones and heavier stones are placed upon you until you are crushed? What the hell? I think people, and, all they had to do was just, the only time they had was think of ways to kill
1: people. <laughs> And and the logic is always, if they die, then they're human. If they don't die, they are witch. And it's like, what? (laughs) I mean, life is better in heaven anyway, so you were were really saved anyways, right? And I'll... Uh, I would be remiss not to mention, I forget which episode we talked about this in my favorite time period. She's going to have to go listen to all of them, where I talk about how Spain had a witch hunt of a bunch of of children, children. basically. (laughs) So that sounds like fun.
0: (laughs) Witch hunts don't discriminate. (laughs) Yep. Angel, have have you ever had a hard time falling asleep, and then you thought to yourself, I could really go for a nice room-temperature glass of pig blood. But then you think, well, I don't know where to get pig blood, and and can I even drink it? Well, now, in a roundabout way, you can have finally have that dream come true. A Flemish company called Vios released a news statement that they can convert blood into drinkable water. Again, a dream come true for you, Angel. <laughs> Vios is investing 2 million euros in a water treatment plant that filters up to 150 cubic meters of animal blood into drinkable water every day. That's a lot of blood. 150 cubic meters is 150,000 liters or over 39,625 gallons of blood. To put this in terms that you can understand, Angel, because I know you only measure liquids by the tablespoon, that is 10,144,207 tablespoons of blood. On average, a pig has between 12 and 17 gallons of blood. So again, that's between 3,072 and 4,352 tablespoons of blood in a single pig. That's... Give or take, you know, 2,640 pigs worth of blood every day. What would you do with 2,640 pigs a day? Where do you even keep them? Am I accumulating them? (laughs) Yes, you have them. Every day, apparently, you purge your 2,640 pigs. Upon the next dawn, you gain 2,640 more pigs.
1: Well, I would I would definitely be training them to fight on my side of the war. Would they be like sleeper agents? Possibly, yes.
0: <laughs> or every day you just release 2640 pigs out into the wilderness to create more feral
1: pigs. <laughs> I mean, they're doing that on on their own. They don't need my help.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if I can picture over 2000 pigs in one area. And then Daily. all of their blood Yeah, that's mm. (laughs) a lot of blood. The reason Vios gives for making blood water is for investing in growth and sustainability. They state, in concrete terms, we are going to thicken blood during the production process and then vacuum dry it later. During that process, water vapor is released from the blood. Let's condense that until it's water again that water will now be purified thanks to a new water purification plant so it can be used in a circular manner in the production process. In this way, we use up to 40% less groundwater, 45 million liters of water on an annual basis. So basically, I understand it as they, they distill the blood into water. Their website then shows a bunch of employees holding champagne glasses full of water and they're all you know, smiling and happy to drink the blood water. Uh Uday drink Would you drink the blood water?
1: <laughs> what that's I my, So so let me let me get this straight. They're getting this blood, they're yep. thickening it up for some reason, and then they're drying it out. And they're mm-hmm. collecting the vapor from when it gets dried out, and that's mm-hmm. the water they're using.
0: And then they cycle it over and over and over again until they have, put that through purification, to get clear water.
1: It just—it just seems like overkill. I think at this point, like, why? What do you? <laughs> what is this purpose? They, it says for sustainability, but I'm pretty sure you can do the same thing with um, um, pig pee. No 2,640 pigs a day of pee (laughs) I'm sure it'd be a lot more Than the blood itself Since those (laughs) pigs would stay living (laughs) But then they just keep accumulating
0: You're not killing them anymore What would I know So does this seem
1: like I don't know, dystopian in some way Uh, yeah I mean, I think anything where You're doing weird Tube stuff with animals (laughs) dystopian (laughs) so it's one step away from the matrix the
0: the main thing that they're doing it for is for cleaning purposes of their system so they cycle the water through but they're getting clean water to clean all of their things it's so the intent isn't to sell the blood water but it is clear clean enough to be drinking water so i suppose there's some good things in that aspect of it
1: so so they're just they're just uh, showing off that, hey, we're not using any new water, which is doing mm-hmm. it this way.
0: Yeah, or they're using 40% less groundwater, which they use prior to this a ton of
1: groundwater. <laughs> took. I wonder how long it took them to realize, hey, maybe we could just use the water vapor instead of fresh water. <laughs> instead of time. fresh
0: water over and over <laughs> and over <laughs> again.
1: I, I imagine that
0: the packaging for this were it to be actually sold for human consumption would have to indicate the source you know like if it was a spring water or tap water or what have you how would you
1: market it how would I market it um, from from the makers of earth juice we bring you pig blood <laughs> if you're tired of that chunky and brownness of the earth juice well <laughs> chunky oh, no, <laughs> That's, the heavy metals could give you the smooth drink you're looking for none of the chunk no more brown and all the pleasure of knowing that this came from a pig. <laughs> <laughs> of their blood. So uh, oh, apart from
0: the sustainability aspect of using this water to clean their tanks, you know, which is great, as I said, if this were ever to move to a human consumption level, is this something that you think really could be the future? Like the next energy drink where like here is water made from lion blood. Here's water made from great white shark blood.
1: Well, I mean, it's my understanding that water doesn't go anywhere; like it's just recycled over and over and over. So I don't like. Are we running out? Is there something I'm, I'm I don't know about? Are we need we more si- blood. Are we <laughs> siphoning water away from the Earth somehow? I, I don't know, but <laughs> think of the marketing. It, or it's like that movie we saw where the where the water had no more oxygen, and then oh, and that, then that Italian movie. <laughs> yeah. And that, that guy gets decapitated On his way down
0: <laughs> he, he does a, a rail fall And his head falls off as he's falling <laughs> And there's like uh, Little crab people That have yep. taken over the sewers Yeah, it's, uh, And then and, there's time uh, travel it's, yep. it's the whole thing I think that was from the
1: 80's too <laughs> Yes it was
0: Don't remember the name No wanna. What would be some of your top Animal blood waters to drink
1: um, I think I'm just going to go blanket with hemolymph. That is the the fluid that flows in insects. It's not quite blood. Insect bl- fluid? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 basically their blood. They don't have any hemoglobin, so it's not red. It's like the light, clear white color. That's why whenever you kill bugs and you got to bug guts on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so give me some of that. Water from that.
0: <laughs> your your bug juice. It, it reminds me of a something I had growing up a lot called <laughs> Brewster's Popping <and> Snatch. <laughs> that it was this. It would come in a can, I think it was either a can or like the Capri Sun pouches, and you would just you would you would have the straw, and you would you would stab the straw into it and pop. And then the whole idea was, "Hey mom, I'm gonna pop and snatch." So you, you, you get it from the, from the refrigerator. You pop it in. You snatch it so you can run back out into the into the field to play some more. <laughs> and and then Brewster, it was this uh, owl creature that he <laughs> he would he would. Uh, I don't know why they had an owl, but he I guess supplied the juice.
1: And pop and snatch. <laughs> wow, this this sounds like something I would want. Mm-hmm.
0: It was sort of like uh, Ecto Cooler. But Brewster's pop and snatch.
1: <laughs> Amazing.
0: Sometimes they came in those ones, the in the hug bottles, you know, the ones that just looked like barrels and were just sugar water. <laughs> it was like that, I guess. But who wants a hug when you can have a Brewster and Snatch? <laughs> that's, that's one off my list.
1: Amazing. <laughs>
0: I can taste it in my mouth. It's, it's very <laughs> coagulated. I looked into what Vios does, since they seemingly have so much pig blood on hand every, any, on any given day they make quite a lot of different animal food proteins for instance under their animal proteins for poultry feed they state plasma and hemoglobin are some of the quality products we use in our poultry feed specifically uh, spray dried plasma powder known as sdp is a sustainable and highly digestible protein source for poultry Feed obtained by fractionation and spray drying of blood from healthy animals. Likewise, spray dried hemoglobin powder or red cells is a sustainable and highly digestible protein source for poultry feed obtained by fractionation and spray drying of blood from healthy animals. They claim. Did you know plasma and hemoglobin powders, and in the instance of Vios, they are using bovine plasma and hemoglobin, is used for chicken feed or making blood
1: chickens so are, are you telling me that the reason they do all this drying of blood is so that they can produce feed a chicken to shit. feed <laughs> they feed it to pigs
0: they feed it to cows they feed it to poultry uh so i think feeding, they also make fish
1: food so they're feeding the pigs and the cows blood from their own brethren all right the
0: other things that they include for the, uh, the pigs are eggs i went back to look at the Poultry feed to just see, like, make sure that they weren't including eggs. Because I thought, well, that'd be kind of overkill if they're feeding their own progeny to themselves, but <laughs> they, they weren't. They didn't include egg proteins. <laughs>
1: just, just blood. Just blood. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I never knew that. Now, these I are things think... we don't want to know. <laughs> I actually would like to know because I would like to know who, who uses this uh, supplier so I can avoid
0: them. <laughs> Another thing that they apply or that they do are casings for foods so like sausages, hot dogs. Uh, they specifically had ones for um, chicken nuggets and uh, they also had one for meatballs because and then they had like little stories that were attached to them like one was this this guy in Italy I think it was was trying to sell. I think it was like spaghetti and meatballs in a can, basically. No, no, just meatballs in a can. And what was occurring was after they canned it, the fat would rise to the top, so when the can was opened, it was just this layer of fat in the top of the can. And they're like, well, that is unappealing. So then they concocted the thing with their <laughs> blood powders to keep that from
1: happening. Oh, my God. I I think everything was a mistake. <laughs> Life life itself is a mistake. Yeah. So
0: this then brings me to an important question from the Elder Cheese episode, whenever the hell that was. Was it the last one? I don't know. The sludge water from the Black Sarcophagus. Do you use the same blood water treatment to finally get that safe drinking mummy sewage water?
1: I don't see why I would want to go through the whole process of free... Uh, what is it? Vacuum drying it just to mm-hmm. get. I mean, might as well just put it through a filter or something. And even then, why? Well, it's funny you mentioned the filters because for whatever reason,
0: this reminded me of those survival straws. If you've ever heard of them, like Life Straw, where mm. it quickly filters water from any source that you drink. One of the first things that auto questions, first auto questions that pop up when you search for survival straws is about Life Straws. Asking, can you drink your pee with life straw? Because <laughs> apparently people just want to be like Kevin Costner in War- Water World and drink pee. But alas, they don't recommend drinking urine with a life straw, even if it's diluted. So I imagine just putting a life straw directly into the 39,000 gallons of pig blood wouldn't be advised, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think that would work.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't just filter out the blood and give you the water. <laughs>
1: I think you'd have to build like a kidney for that. Like an iron kidney? An iron kidney. Would you do it on a dare? (laughs) I mean, I would just drink the pig blood. I wouldn't have to filter it. It's not unusual to do something like that. Isn't that like a blood sausage? Isn't
0: that like a UK thing to do is have blood in your food?
1: Yeah. They're delicious, too. They call them, uh, uh, at least the ones I've tried are called... um, black pie black mm, mm-hmm. black was it puddings is it? black pudding yes and uh, I, I it was at an irish place um um in the states i don't know how mm-hmm. irish it really was but they were delicious Dang. they didn't have they didn't have a meal of just pure black pudding though <laughs> <laughs> just serve you a bowl of pig blood i just, yeah, just
0: give it to me. Sheep blood. So, fun Kevin Costner tidbit that I, I found out as I was researching, that I was just looking back to see uh, about his him drink, drinking pee in Waterworld, was that apparently he passed on the lead role in Shawshank Redemption to specifically do Waterworld, and he has since
1: indicated that that was a big oops. So, now you know. Well... I think it's interesting when people say things like that. Like, uh, I forget who it was that you know many people have turned down roles for like a Marvel film because back when it wasn't uh, Marvel wasn't really that mm-hmm. the hip happening thing. And then and people will say things like, "Oh, I'm kicking myself now," but it's like, can you really imagine Kevin Costner in the role for Shawshank Redemption? Mm-hmm, for- like, I don't see it. Yeah, I think uh, what's his name, Tim Robbins. Yeah. Did a, a fine job mm-hmm. Unless he was going for Morgan Freeman's Nope, it was Tim Robbins that he <laughs> okay. was going for <laughs> It would have been funny if he was The uh, Morgan Freeman's character Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, It would have been yeah. like him and uh, They got together again in uh, Robin Hood Yeah Be like that all over again had <laughs> some Brian Adams
1: <laughs> original music In Shawshank Redemption <laughs> Everything Okay, so <laughs> I, would ima- I imagine, though, that when Kevin Costner, you know, realized his mistake, he was probably stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I got to tell you, I don't know how he handled it, but let me tell you how I handle a staying <laughs> In A stressful situation? A stressful situation. There was this time, you know, I'm coming out of the mall, and I'm going to the parking lot, and I, I see my car, and I see something and I'm like, "Oh no. What is this?" And I approach it and I see I look at the at the back right side passenger door and some bloody pick has hit in it. Bloody pick. God. You. Did you turn uh, English there? Bloody? <laughs> yes. But I'll tell you what I did. I stayed calm because I remembered I still had that beer from high school, <laughs> and I drank it all the way home
0: <laughs> to deal with your stress. You drank a drove. There you have it. <laughs> that was that's how you deal with stressful situations. You just... medicate yourself with alcohol and do irresponsible things. <laughs> And say, you know what? I'll deal with this tomorrow. That's a tomorrow me problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a future self issue.
0: Um, speaking of cars, though, that reminds me that I'm supposed to finish a joke from the previous episode about a very tall, gaunt man going into a car dealership, and he asks the car salesman about the the parameters of the vehicle, and he says questioning cargo space and the, the, the seller just looks at him the salesman confused befuddled and he, he furls his brow and says no cargo road
1: I don't even remember the joke <laughs> that was all season 2 well, oh, I mean, you did it. You did the things. Is you that have... more
0: patience to have gone like three years now to finally say the, the
1: punchline of that joke? I think I think you uh you are one year closer to uh, transcendence and enlightenment. And, Close and by just, years and being <laughs> able to rid yourself of your idiot slob self. Yeah, you, you just got five hundred more to go.
0: Um, <laughs> I'll be. Like a one of those Tibetan monks that are nearly like living mummified. <laughs> There's like one video that's been going around the internet. He's like laying on a bed and his like face is so sunken and he he literally looks like
1: a moving skeleton. You know, I have a question. You, you're familiar with that pig that stole 18 beers and <laughs> yeah, got <I'm, laughs> drunk and started a fight with a cow? I contemplated using that as one <laughs> of my articles. <laughs> So what if that, that drunken pig was then slaughtered and then they did the process to vacuum dry it? Would they be distilling alcohol, alcohol. instead?
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: <laughs> they start making moonshine to <laughs> for the pig's blood. He also has one tainted batch.
0: <laughs>
1: That's how like some sort of
0: like sci-fi horror <laughs> zombie movie starts. <laughs> that occurs and then somebody drinks it and then they become ill <laughs> Yep. Well, I mean, what if they did A-Hogzilla's blood? Oh no, I think somebody would get special powers from that <laughs> It'd be like the scene in the Hulk movie where <laughs> the Hulk's, I think it's somebody's blood, falls into the uh, soda, and then it makes its way into, I think, um, Stan Lee's refrigerator Really? Mm-hmm. Is, and then I think he gets them? sick <laughs>
1: that killed Stan Lee <laughs> <laughs> Is that too soon? I don't think so.
0: (laughs) R.I.P. Just like Tim
1: Allen. (laughs) And Missy Elliott. (laughs) I have a second article. The headline is, The Meaning of the Mirror Worlds Research. Now, I know what you're thinking. Mirror Worlds? We did that already. It turns out... Has nothing to do with whatever it is you're thinking of, and quite frankly, I hate the term that is being used for this. Um, I'm not gonna read this, it's not really, it's it reads more like a blog post than it is as an article, it's you know, a lot of first person in it. But basically, this guy writes about paranormal stuff, psi research is that how you say it? Psi psychic stuff, psychic abilities, telepathy, all that fun stuff. The mirror world research is so named because the experiments uncover a strong correlation between what people believe, how they act, and their performance on psychic tasks. Now you're probably thinking, how does what is that doesn't explain why it's called a mirror. What happened was is that these uh people would be tested on psychic abilities and it turns out the people that did poorly did exceedingly poorly. <laughs> In other words, they, got, they, they did worse than, than chance, right? So mm. basically, if, if you're tested on something, you, uh, the idea is that you should be able to get everything right at 50% of the time because it's just supposed to be random. But the people that did really bad did worse than chance. And the people that did really good did better than chance. And presumably, these these would be mirror images of each other. So, so the ones that did worse would be the same amount in the opposite direction as the ones who did good. And uh, that's why it's called the mirror world research. And the idea is that... I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and the idea is that those who believe in psychic ability did better and the stronger their belief was the stronger their the how better how much better they did and on the opposite works as well the more skeptical people did bad and did worse so when they so in other words they they would get things wrong and it would be basically do the opposite and it would be the right answer (laughs) yeah it's It says the research is valuable to parapsychology because it strongly validates some properties of psychic ability known to other researchers, but not as fully explored. Super Psy or telepathy. Telepathy, for example, has been theorized to be either clairvoyance or precognition. For our curiosities out there, Bucky, can you explain clairvoyance and precognition and the differences? Didn't clairvoyance come up in the
0: episode where bard was doing future terms <laughs> <laughs> I think it, didn't bard come up with telepathy <laughs> i think so so clairvoyance to my understanding would be able to foresee coming events be able to predict things that were uh, going to occur with great accuracy and what was the other one precognition 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 Uh, very similar i I would expect the first thing i think are the precogs in minority Report, where they (laughs) use them to be able to tell when somebody's going to do a crime so they could arrest them before they do the crime yeah send tom cruise to save the day yeah i don't i suppose i don't know
1: what the difference between precognition and clairvoyance is i don't either but apparently this guy does so maybe we should look out for his more of his information
0: (laughs) is this like one of those subtle like differences in terms Because I think they're just (laughs) synonyms.
1: I thought so too, right? Um, It says, this is the origin problem of not knowing where Psy information comes from because our consciousness is a kind of black box in that it's impossible to objectively observe what's happening. Psychic ability is not a physical process, so there's nothing to measure or watch as it happens. What that means is that we're not sure what's actually happening with telepathy and mediumship. How are people getting the information? We don't know. It could be coming from where people think it's coming from. Where's that? I don't know. This guy doesn't doesn't really elaborate. Latent space. <laughs> <laughs> but it could, it could also be some combination of clairvoyance and precognition. Again, I don't know the difference. <laughs> And then he puts in parentheses. I've never been a fan of the supersci or precognition hypothesis. While technically feasible, it doesn't match up well with human experience. Psi and precognition seem to be taking the long way to getting the answer. In one of the mirror world studies... (laughs) The long way to getting the answer?
0: You get the answer before it happens!
1: That was not the long way. In in one of the mirror world studies, Gruber... Uh, uh, one of the researchers, had the senders intentionally deceive the receiver by telepathically sending the wrong answer. If the supersight or precognition hypothesis were true, this should not affect the choice of the receiver, as the senders would be bypassed in favor of the receiver getting the answer directly through clairvoyance or precognition. Still don't get it, but...
0: (laughs) But that's not... All all of this, I just picture the beginning of Ghostbusters with Bill Murray, doing the clairvoyance uh, segment with the the actual medium and then the girl, and he keeps, like, the guy keeps getting shocked. Uh, or no, he wasn't the actual medium, he was just the guy, and got, the other student kept getting shocked, and then the good-looking girl, he would, like, say, oh, wow, you're doing so well. Yes. <laughs> I just picture that as being their experiment set up. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, it says... But that's not what happened. The receiver consistently got the wrong answers that the senders were sending and not the correct answer. This strongly supports the hypothesis that telepathy is what was actually happening in the experiments and not clairvoyance or precognition. So, guessing. (laughs) Telepathy is guessing? (laughs) No, because they're doing better than chance, it seems. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see the... uh, Maybe there's a link to the research somewhere, but I'm sure somebody more scientifically minded than me would be able to spot any issues with the ex- setup of the experiment. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe we are psychic in this case. But the, the article basically boils down to, if you really believe that you're psychic, then guess what? You're psychic. And if you and if you really don't believe, then... Apparently, you're psychic enough to give yourself the wrong answers so to make sure you're always wrong. <laughs> if that makes any sense.
0: Well, why would you do that to yourself?
1: <laughs> make yourself always wrong? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so just always believe. The, the psychic was in you in, uh, all along or something like that. <laughs>
0: There's a tiny psychic in all of us, just (laughs) controlling our body like in Men in Black with the the little
1: aliens in the guy's head. That's our psychic. That's that's a a term for that. I believe it's a homunculus. (laughs) (laughs) Homunculus. I feel like that's got to be the next episode. (laughs) That's all I have to say about the psychic stuff.
0: It generally makes me angry about calling it the mirror world, when it's, n- nothing was, m- the only thing that was mirrored was <laughs> successes and failures. That's not a mirror, that's that's just everything that occurs.
1: I'm here thinking, oh man, there, there, there's a, uh, you know, there's a whole science article thing about actual mirror universe, like, being discovered or whatever. And this is not even anything like that. <laughs> even the, the science stuff was more, far, um exaggerated but it still had a it was more um, vivid uh, imagery than this mm-hmm. <laughs> that mirror world out there with all those that land oh, just waiting to be all developed those, <laughs> all those homes <laughs> and then and uh, uh, already uh, dolls was it I have dolls in there <laughs> uh, weren't they like little totems <laughs> Something like I know. That. I, I abandoned that place. Bloody Mary is getting on my nerves.
0: Has your nephew had any more mirror world encounters? No,
1: my, my nephew's grown up
0: now. Oh, he's left it behind. Yes. It's with the Lost Boys now in the mirror Yield. world. He's he's escaped them.
1: But I always have my uh, my. I don't remember what I called it the the tour the lore Tour
0: <laughs> on the Mandy Moore Lord Tour. Yeah.
1: And really, do you need anything more than that? We don't crack anything with, with news articles, right? <laughs> news nook, news articles—you've just been <laughs> cracked.
0: Kevin the Ghost Man, uh, pigs' blood, the Ghost Man, Mirror World. <laughs> I'm already escaping me. What your first article? Was. Um,
1: the witches
0: and the witches, the the scantily clad witches. <laughs> you've all been cracked.
1: <laughs> These are all fun topics: witches and pigs' blood and and psychics and. and intruders (laughs) (laughs) intruders that claim to be ghosts and if you want to hear more of these kinds of uh uh, topics you know let us know because we're 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 itching to get at them even though you know there's tons of podcasts out there that talk about this stuff but but you like us more right yeah i that's
0: what i choose to believe (laughs) guarantee no one else is trying to better themselves (laughs) with episodic
1: goals exactly and to include pig Latin <laughs> <laughs> yeah we stand uh above the rest <laughs> so um honestly I was on Twitter I've been on Twitter a few days and I'm like looking at it it's like it's it's become really bad like it's just ads now like all I'm seeing is tweets of ads I'm like what's what's happening
0: I remember seeing one, there's like a tweet out there that has 1 billion views. It's like, what is even going on for these, (laughs) these impressions and things of, of, it's, it's all, it's like, whose line is it anyway? These numbers are made up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you curiosities don't use Twitter. So you can still follow us. We're still on there hanging on by a thread at cracking curios. And if you want to uh, hear this stuff, or maybe tell us our news segments suck, or I don't know, praise us or anything really. I don't even know if you guys exist, even though we see clearly downloads on <laughs> our episodes. So shoot us a message or a tweet, as they say. Include whatever hashtag. I mean, it doesn't matter at this point because we're gonna we're the only ones that are gonna see it. Nobody else is using. They'll need that uh,
0: revival of the. Hashtag Marlon Brando sucks.
1: <laughs> I, com- I forgot about it. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, and we're still on Instagram as well, at Cracking Cryptids. When you put them together, we have Cracking Cryptids and Cracking Curios. Like our show name. And... <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> and if you want to send us an email... We've got the whole thing, cracking cryptids and curios at gmail.com. And I'm surprised that Gmail still exists, considering all the services that <laughs> Google hasn't <laughs>
0: abandoned it.
1: <laughs> man, we're, we're all of our platforms are just ephemeral now, man. Who knows if we'll it's <laughs> all going into the ghost world. Yep. To the ghost minds. <laughs> we're going to start broadcasting from the mirror world again. And um <laughs> oh god no those are dark dark days. <laughs> so if you're not following or subscribed to us already, please do so. We're on all of your favorite podcast hosting platforms, we're on the Spotify, we're on the Audible, we're on the Stitcher, we're on the all the ones that you can think of. Apple, possibly iTunes, yeah, I think is a good one, maybe. Mm-hmm. That one lets you rate people so give us five stars I think it's stars they use as always you know the drill peace This has been, and I am actually traveling back into time production. What? That's... I... My...
0: So...